RPG for You and Me presents Absolute Zero, a side campaign for our Patreon members, run using the Savage Worlds rule set in our custom cyber fantasy setting. Savage Worlds is owned by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group. You can find them and their products online at peginc.com. As always, thank you for listening. It means the world to us. With that out of the way, let's get back to the story. Well, maybe not twin, but you know. You know what I mean. Um, I think good and evil, these are... It's kind of a nebulous spectrum, isn't it? Yes. Uh, she takes a long sip of her drink and says, Well, you you could say, Solaire and I have known each other for quite some time. And when people get upset at work, and they have a sister to call, to bitch and moan about their day well that sister generally takes that call well I don't want to insult you by telling you that I'm very sorry for the situation you find yourself in but man your sister respectability doesn't seem to run in your family you appear to have some decorum Hmm. I'm sure you understand that your sister is challenged in some very particular ways. Well, I think we can agree on that. She's terrible. Well, as you said, we all live in spectrums of grey. But I'm inclined to believe this, yes. However, that is not the purpose of our conversation. Well, it's not, but it is an interesting through line. Hmm. Tell me, Ms. Uh, Ms. Lazar. Mm-hmm. What can you tell me about Advabra? Well, he's my boss. He owns the casino, and I think he is a colossal idiot. Can I roll some sort of sense deception on both her feelings about Advabra and her sister? Yes. Should I make two separate rolls, or? Nah, just do one. Okay, what do you want me to roll? Um, roll spirit. Spirit. This is going to be an important one for me to not fuck up, so expect some bennies to come out here if it doesn't go my way. It's a five and a four, so five. I mean, that's a success. She hasn't lied to you, and she's told you a lot of really pertinent to your situation information. Yeah, for sure. Ms. Laza, I don't particularly want to be. Let me preface this by telling you that. May I also ask you... What do you know about the facility that sent out that blast on Pantheon? Nothing, really. I mean, I know they're in the wastes. No one wants to go there, even to take her back, so... True. Very well. May I ask why you feel the way you do about Mr. Bara? He's... She pauses to consider for a second as she rubs her, her forefinger and her thumb together. He's new money? And that's not very good for the peace of mind of our investors. He's seen the the decor. 
nice, not a very nice person to work for. And who was your employer prior to Mr. Baraz's tenure? Uh, fuck if I know. I only started here about six years ago. So he's been here for longer than that? Oh, yeah. Fifteen, sixteen. Oh, I see. She shrugs. So you don't like him because of his ostentatious fashion sense? Well, Adney's a cunt. Oh, there's that as well. He tends to try and cut corners, and that's not good for anybody who has to pick up the pieces after everything falls to shit, and that's normally my job. Sure. I know a little something about cleaning up messes. Thought you might. Mm. Let me first say that we are here at the behest of someone else. Mm-hmm. We don't wish harm to anyone. I don't care about the money. You may keep that. There is a certain item in Mr. Baraz's possession, which is, for some reason, being held as a sort of collateral. Maybe blackmail. Honestly, I don't know. But the person who sent us wishes to have it returned. And it is my understanding that Mr. Burrard is not amenable to that trade. <laughs> Most likely not. So, I would like to be out here as soon as possible, but it appears this item is held in a very particular place, which one can only access under certain circumstances. So, we were trying to construct such circumstances. Well, that makes sense. Why, Bings was cheating so damn dumb, huh? I didn't really know what he was doing, but, um, I was playing quite well, I think. <laughs> well, you would think that. Mm. He'll scratch his head and shrug a little bit and say, what can I say? I'm not a gambling man. I prefer to take action rather than chances. You don't really hold yourself like a gambling man. I don't. Tell me, and he'll sweep his cape a little bit. What's wrong with the way I hold myself? Well, you don't know what you're doing, for one. Well, I think rich people go around swishing capes. I mean... Not generally. I've seen them do such things, so I can only imagine. She kind of leans over and whispers, New money. Hmm. Well, perhaps I am new money. Hmm, perhaps. Hmm. I'll wave a hand and kind of like, eh, whatever. Um, Kala takes off her hat and kind of fingers the brim of it, just turning it through her hands. Sure. Well, as you well know, I am a uh, a troubleshooter for hire, but this is more of a personal errand. Uh, wrapped up in quite a, a web of conspiracy and intrigue that you likely don't want to hear about right now. So suffice it to say, we are here to help liberate others. Hmm. Do you enjoy freedom, Ms. Lazar? Um, I enjoy my own freedom, as, certainly. As we all do. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about slavery? I don't love it. She looks at her fingernails kind of idly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, there's that at least. We're working against some well-connected people who are more interested in such trades. So... I don't want to make your job more difficult. I assume you pulled us here as a... I don't know, a curiosity more than anything, perhaps. Well, and it, it's my job. It is, but you could have handled it differently. Rather than staging a suite and 
planning for both of us to be here. What you know to be a wanted fugitive and a man you have, I suppose, every reason to distrust and dislike. There's that. But you don't seem to trust my sister, and I don't trust my sister, so there's kind of a... Certainly, but I didn't know that until now. Well, you well, didn't. Yes. Well, the last I saw your sister, and he scratches his beard. Does he have a beard now? He always got, like, stubble. Oh, stubble. Yeah, he yeah. scratches his stubble, and he says, The last I left your sister, she was tied up and unconscious in... Bumblefuck nowhere. Uh, <laughs> She's alive, as far as I know. Oh, but wait. You probably saw her more recently than that. I did At least. see her more and recently than that. And he'll do like a that. big kind of draw square in the air. That yes. was all over our screens here, and it took me a considerable amount of time to get it down, but I didn't really want to take it down, did mm, I? I I've got it saved in a couple places, and she, she taps the pad that Kala has handed back to her. When she does that, Boreas will pull out his own phone that has, like, a couple of different oh, hell yeah. pictures that have, like, the ones of him, like, giving thumbs up and stuff. Well, I have a couple of special photos that, uh, you know, were saved for me. So, you're welcome. My gift to you. Oh, well, thank you. Really, it was my gift to me, but, you know, we have friends. So... When... when did you see her last? Um... Normally she's calling me... Shit, every other day, bitching about something, but I haven't heard from her in a, a while, and my mom's been asking, so... It's been a couple of weeks, I don't know, it was it, um... Ah, shit, what is that town? Kala. It starts with an N, maybe. Var? Yeah, that's the one, V. I knew there was an N there somewhere. Yeah. Varn. It's a, it's a small town, village, maybe, whatever, just outside of the uh, facility that sent out that message blast. Mm. So, she was there, she... I think was planning to... Well, she specifically went there to sabotage me and make my life more difficult. It sounds like her. And then she followed me and um, made it seem like she was going to hurt me and the people I was with, or was going to do something else, so I shot her with a tranquilizer. <laughs> it was a tranquilizer that was specifically for Vel, I find out. But I think her mouth opens a little bit, not quite understanding... I wasn't trying to harm her in any way, but I haven't seen her, and I don't know where she is. I left her tied up, well, frozen up, <laughs> um, and somewhat unconscious in a sheriff's station. So she was clothed and in from the elements in safe hands that wouldn't harm her in any way, and I haven't seen her since. I don't mind telling you, it's quite a comfort for me, as she enjoys invading my space and you know being the way she is but if I hear from her I can tell you is she still doing that voice what voice oh you know this one it's kind of like that yeah I think when she starts doing that Boris gets a literal shiver goes down his side or his his spine Oh, you know, now that you do that the family resemblance is quite uncanny and I think it is but yes um she she uh, has, I think, only ever used that voice. So I didn't know she had a different voice. <laughs> oh, dumb bitch. <laughs> Everything about her's fake. You have you got to understand. Oh, I, I... Hypocritical coming from me, but what are you going to do? Um, I think it's better to be who you are rather than... 
I was going to say, it's better to be who you are than who you want to be, but that's not good advice either. And he turns to Kala and says, Kala, be who you want to be. And then turns back to Laza without, like, waiting for a response. <laughs> you, you don't see Kala's reaction, but it's... She's just wigged out right now. Yeah, no, I get it. And, and I think he'll say to Laza, um, I, I suppose I just don't understand why that's who she wants to be. But it's besides the point. She's made my life quite difficult. I'm sorry um, about that. It's not your fault, not your problem. Let's focus on the here and now. Yeah. My apologies for causing you any trouble. Not, it, it was our intention, but not you personally. We're here for a different reason, as I've explained. We need to get this item. Mm-hmm. I don't wish to fight with you. I quite like you. You seem... You seem nice. She smiles. Aw, oh, thanks. And I appreciate you having this conversation with us rather than shooting first, asking questions later, any, anything like that. I know how things go. Well, you're lucky I was on duty tonight. That's true. I almost didn't come in. Well, that would have been a shame for everyone. <laughs> I don't know what your chain of command and custody looks like. I don't know who, if anyone, knows about this, aside from you and Bings. But I am in the business of favors, so if you do us the courtesy of either assisting us in our goals, or perhaps simply looking the other way and pretending you didn't see anything, knowing that we're going to make someone else's life very difficult, then perhaps there's a good turn I can do for you in the future. You I... seem like a smart businesswoman. Oh, thanks. I think I'd be very amenable to that. But something you could do tonight that would help me even more is maybe when you... I send you up to go see Adva... You just... And she makes a gesture across her neck with her thumb. Mm. Um, that would, uh, that would put me in a, a real fine place as a, a newly minted casino owner. Mm. Mm. And from there, who I got knows a little, what I got of... a couple of chills from that for some reason. Oh, yeah? Yeah, hell no. Um, I'm sorry, what reason? And from there? Oh, from there, I mean, wouldn't it... Wouldn't it be nice to have someone, someone up here? And she makes a, a high motion with her one hand. Someone up here to help you with your, your stuff down there sometimes. I have a not inconsiderable amount of pull with certain places and peoples and things. Mm. I'll have even more if Odd was out of the way. Do I remember any specific directives given to me by Cell regarding Advabra? Not specifically. Like in terms of like, don't kill him, only take it. The like he wants to humiliate him. All he said him, was take everything in the safe, or it'll be suspicious. Gotcha. Boris considers this, and he maybe begins to pace a little bit, swishing his cloak as he goes, because he's just kind of <laughs> in the moment. I think Kala and. <laughs> Savella kind of look at each other like this fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, I think he's he's turning the pieces over in his mind like he could always agree and not do it. Then he's got another enemy. Oh, he's got two more enemies because Adva wouldn't be happy and she wouldn't be happy. Or he could do it and put her in power. Who knows what she'll do. Maybe he read her wrong and she actually is in tight with Solaire and would fuck him over. 
or maybe something actually works out for him for once and he does this and gets another powerful ally, or maybe they walk away entirely, but then she wouldn't be happy and so wouldn't be happy. Victor would be very unhappy. He would be, but they could always look for another avenue. Well, if he's even still alive when you get back. Yeah, I get it, I know. And Boreas knows that. He's he's gambling on multiple levels right now. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So he's considering his options. Boreas is the type of person who, if he can help it, won't go out of his way to kill somebody. But also feels justified in killing people if they need killing. So I think after he paces to this, he comes to the decision that agreeing to this is probably his best course of action in multiple ways. Okay. And then turns back to Savella and says, Um, Miss Lazar, if you don't mind telling me, could you give me a short litany of all the things this man has done that, you know, make him deserve death? Just for my well-being, perhaps? He doesn't tip waiters. That's pretty shitty, huh? Sure. Anything else? Well, I mean, I didn't come with a fucking bullet point list for you, Well, Boreas. sure, but I mean, is he a bad businessman? He's a bad manager? You really want to kill him for that? He's a bad... He... She's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is he a rapist? Is he a murderer? Well, I don't know about... Well, I don't know about the first one. But he's definitely killed a bunch of people. The casino is hemorrhaging money because he keeps spending it on dumb shit. I'm the one who has to go explain it to investors where their investments have gone. Why we're not bringing in more revenue. I don't know. He bought another fountain made of Cory. I don't, I don't fucking know. He made another gold-plated statue of himself. He's up his own ass. Alright, I think he, he waits for her to finish and is like, this guy sounds like an asshole, but... Bor I don't know. I'm I'm I I as the player am like Boreas is a mercenary. Boreas mm -hmm. has killed fuckers he's never even spoken to just because they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. But I don't know how often Boreas is just does like straight up hits, you know, mm -hmm. against people who allegedly deserve it. But I think especially in this circumstance, he's gonna turn to Kala and kinda quirk a brow at her. Kala, do you have any problems with this? I mean, you told me when we got a fight, we got a fight. So, I if you want to do that, I'm I'm ready. And she makes a fist. And he, uh, he 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 listens to it, like he hears that, and he says, "Yes." So there are sometimes we have to do things that maybe we'd prefer not to do, but this is for Victor. Mm -hmm. This guy sounds like an asshole. He he is an asshole. Yeah, um, and I think he'll turn back to... Now, if we're gonna be doing a little bit of business together, who who sent you? Well, Ms. Lazar, I, I would very much like to trust you implicitly, and I believe that you have been truthful thus far. Um, but I should say that we are not on full positive terms with this individual yet, and this job, this charade, is part of our initial dealings. So, I don't know how they would react to finding out that I implicated them in anything uncouth. Well, I mean, you're... you need to go up to Adva's office. Sure. He only keeps one safe up there, so I can narrow it down to three people. 
And who might those people be? Well, now I can kind of see why you didn't want to give me a name, because I don't know if I should give you these names. Yes. So, fair, fair played. Um, and just so you know, I could have just taken the name from you, but I didn't. Just wanted you to be aware. Hmm. I do like mutual trust. It's one of my favorite things in business dealings. Yes, and uh, I and I'd think... hate to violate that on the first day. Yeah, I think she says that, and he hadn't really considered that, but you know now remembers her being in his head and says, "Yes, I, I also appreciate mutual respect, and that you did not force the name out of me, because if you had." I would have had far less reason to trust you, and would be much less willing to entertain the idea of working together. Hence why I did not. Yes. I don't- I won't- <laughs> I'm sure you will find out in the aftermath. Is that fair enough to say? I'm- I'm sure I'll be hearing from whoever gets their blackmail back very soon. Why would that be? Well, we're not paying any of them, are we? I told Adba he was a dumb shit for trying it. Adba, one of his favorite things is to, you know, take a piece of blackmail, not pay people doing important things for him. He's jackass, you know. Sure. But what would be better than a new owner paying people what they should have been paid all along? I'm sure my special friend would find that most equitable. So, that being the case, if I am able to leave here with said item, and keeping the integrity of my associate intact, I would be very motivated to inform them that there was new ownership who would pay them a premium for their services. She's been off and on examining the nails on her one hand. Kind of, she shakes her hand out and sits up a bit, and she's like, well, I think that would be quite fine. I want to run a better place. I want it to be better. I want it to be more profitable. Sure. Business, money, all these things are good. We all have to do the things we're best at. Mm-hmm. What are you best at, Boreas? Besides taking a rockin' selfie. <laughs> That's an in-character laugh. I'm more of a generalist. I'm a... I'm a troubleshooter. When there's trouble, you shoot it? Sometimes. Sometimes I shoot it. Sometimes I subdue it. Sometimes I make sure it doesn't get in the way. But my job is to find the best way to solve a problem and get it taken care of. And it seems to me that in this particular circumstance, there is one solution. She wrinkles her nose a little bit and nods, kind of. So, if it's not too much to ask, might I retrieve the rest of my belongings from the downstairs safekeeping? Oh! She reaches behind the couch and pulls out your satchel. Do you mean this? Yes, I mean that. Oh, I thought you might need this. Did you go through it? Yes. Oh. Well, sorry. I suppose there are some levels of privacy you are willing to violate. Well, 
I had to know there wasn't something that would explode in here. Well, there are some sordid gentlemen's particulars in there, as I'm sure you found. Mm, I did. Sorry. I folded them back up best I could, but... Oh, I wasn't talking about the clothes. And he uh, reaches into the bag and pulls out a shotgun oh. and just kind of gives it a, a loving pat. His armor's in here too, so I think he's going to probably end up getting changed and he'll say, May I use one of the side rooms or would you turn around and promise not to look? You can use a side room. And he'll, uh, I think he'll toss Kala her bunch of stuff too. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. He'll pat her on the shoulder and say, It's going to be all right. This is... Honestly, this is a much better position we find ourselves in. And she looks over at, uh, at Laza. And Laza just smiles. Um, Kala, why don't you go get changed first? Oh, alright. And she takes her... Takes her stuff and goes into the, the room on the left. Hmm. And he'll, uh, turn back to Laza and he'll say, Is this a situation where you can... I don't know, make sure that... Your people aren't there because I don't really want to kill any of your future employees that I don't have to. Well, that's something I wanted to bring up. This is a changing of the guard type situation. Not really. He always has two guards with him. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure who's up there tonight. He keeps his schedules different. He won't let me see him. Even though I have to schedule all of it anyway. Won't tell me shit. And she's like visibly a little flustered because... He always has two with him, so get ready for that. I mean, maybe you can convince him not to do anything, but oh, they're mean, bodyguards. No, I don't. When I'm on the job, I get the job done. If I have a more creative way to take care of it, I will. But it was more professional courtesy to let you know that if they're in the wrong place at the wrong time, I'm going to kill them if I have to. I mean, so if, if you there's kill anyone... them first, they're probably just going to leave. Oh, okay, well, that's good to know. I, mean, I wouldn't want to leave you short on employees. Oh, we've got plenty. I wouldn't worry about it. Understood. It seems a little flippant about, you know, the lives of her employees. Sure. But they're all they're all salaried. They know what they're doing. Coming to work. And that's how I feel as well. I mean, I'm a mercenary. I take a job. I get paid for it. It's not always... Sometimes it's a bit more sordid than others, but... Anyone who takes a job as a bodyguard or a hired gun, that's their job. It's what they signed up for. Live by the sword, die by the sword. Or so that old saying goes. That's a good saying. Mm. As they've been talking, um, he's, you know, arranging his weapons and stuff. And right after the whole live by the sword, die by the sword. And she says that I think he pulls his knife out of the, the ankle sheath to then, like, restrap it elsewhere. She makes a finger gun at you. And said, who was at the front desk? Oh, um, I don't know if I got their name. I did try to get the, the stun gun through as well, but they were quite adamant that I should not. Well, I'm gonna have to look into that. I don't think I got a name. You didn't. This nobody. Yes, you might consider metal detectors. No, we have them. Oh, do you? But maybe I turned them off. What? You saw me come in right away and did that? Uh... You haven't seen my office. I see everything. Hmm. And I think he, uh, I think he, she says that as he's walking away towards one of the other rooms to change and then just turns around and gives her a wink and then walks through the door. I think she smiles and leads forward a little bit and grabs her data pad. 
I'm gonna play Love Interest. Oh yeah? <laughs> I think I will. Oh shit! My adventure card, Love Interest. Can you read me off what it says? Oh yeah. Glad I saved it. Nice. The quote text is, come here often. It says, play on a non-player character to encourage a romantic interest for your hero. The target helps to the best of their abilities, but may frequently cause trouble as well. Nice. Well, I'll write that down on her sheet. Excellent. Most excellent. But yeah, then he, uh, he goes to change into his gear gear, maybe milking it a little bit. A little slower than a, normal. A little slower. I don't know. Does what he do apply, apply some oils? <laughs> I don't think that happens. <laughs> I think, um, what would Boreas consider to be, like, his best physical attribute? I don't know. I don't know, he's got a... His tight got... ass. <laughs> <laughs> he can bounce a quarter off of it. That's Alara's ass. <laughs> But yeah, but he gets changed and puts everything back where it should be. I think he, like, holds the cape up as he's taking it off and looks at it and then just shakes his head and tosses it to the side. Oh. In his bag. Oh, okay. Like, he'll he'll put it in his bag. This is a fancy outfit. He, he it got, is. He, he doesn't really have any formal wear, so he will go back out into the room with his bag of stuff. I think as you walk out, you see, um, Savella making, like, taking a screenshot on her... <laughs> On her tablet, because it flashes mm -hmm. like they do on occasion. Sure. And she turns it off and sets it aside and gets comfortable again. Uh, is Kala out here? Uh, not yet. Okay. I think he'll just walk back out and flop into a chair and watch her. Adjust his goggles. And he'll just idly check his weapons and make sure everything's loaded and safety's on when necessary. She's just taking a moment to close her eyes before Kala comes out, because... You honestly don't know how long she's been on today. Could be the end of a very, very long day for her. It is like one in the morning, at least. It's gonna be on. Yeah, it's, it'll be the end of a long day and the start of a long day, too. Probably. So, but yeah, I think he's gonna mind his business unless she talks to him. I think as you're making sure your shotgun is ready to go, she her eyes are still closed and she's leaning back onto the couch, like the back of the couch, in a, a more relaxed pose, and she says, I am sorry about Selena. She's been terrible to you. So her name is Selena. <sighs> yeah, it is. Well, Selena's a much better name than Solaire, but I th I still think is better than both. <laughs> well, thank you. I like it. Um... You can call me Ella, though, if you want. He's checking his guns, and he looks up and says, Ella, I will. Very few people have that privilege, so use it wisely. Just like a delicate hand on the chest. He's like, <laughs> Who, me? I'm very honored, Ella. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe one day I will tell you my name. But for now, for professional reasons, and for my... Identity. <laughs> Boreas, please. Yeah, I think she smiles at that and she's like, Well, I didn't. I didn't really go looking for it, did I? I don't know. You could know it right now. Mm. How would I know? You wouldn't. And she smiles. Well, maybe once you're sitting on top of the throne, I'll have to come back and we can catch up. Well, regime changes do take a little while, so... Give me a couple weeks, maybe. As you wish. But maybe if you want to meet up outside of work, we could do that a little sooner. That could be pleasant. I like spicy food. 
As do I. That works out well. She's, she smiles at you and she 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 blushing a little bit, but you don't know if it's because she's been pounding a little bit more of her drink since you went into the bedroom. Should I assume you know how to contact me? Oh yeah, I've got it. Don't even worry about it. It is my business to know things, quite literally. Well, that's good for me to know. I think he smirks a little to himself, like, alright. Maybe things are looking up for Boreas. Everything's coming up Boreas. Wait and sexual silence <laughs> for for Kala to come out. Kala still hasn't come out. Oh no. Alright, I should go check on her. Probably. Alright, I'll uh, kind of look at uh, Ella and go I think I need to check on her. She does something on her pad real quick and she's like, oh, you shouldn't. I'll go. Oh. Okay. Just thank, just thank a you. sec. Thank you. She walks over there kind of quick, and you hear muffled Calla being slightly distressed, and all you can hear this fucking dress! Oh god. Morius, I think, just sits there, like, looking at a different direction, <laughs> twiddling his thumbs. Her data pad is on the couch. Ugh. I think Boreas is ahead right now, and does, he's not—he's not gonna be greedy about this. <laughs> not I, gonna get too greedy. He'll let his imagination run wild. Okay. But he will—he will pull out his own data pad and probably just check to see if he got any relevant messages from anyone. It's been quiet, but you did make—did you make the background of your uh, of your data pad one of those pictures? I think probably. Which one is it? Uh, I think it's the one with her butt in the air when her face is on the ground. That's a good one. Whatever the least flattering one is, is the one that he Probably. Picked. I like the one, the the one you described, the, the weekend at Bernie's kind of one where you have it fluffed <laughs> up and you're like laughing at a joke and she's like... Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah, I think he's going more for like humiliation rather than good times. Just to be like reminded that this has all been worth it for that one thing, if nothing else. I think um after not too long... The two ladies come on out of the room, and Cal is a, she's blushing a little bit because she look just, her hair's a bit mussed. It's more flustered than she would have been before. She has her dress uh, flopped over her arm, not really folded at all. She's like, "Sorry about that." It um, he got me into the dress, and I couldn't reach any of the things I needed to get out of it. Fashion is quite a headache most of the time. Yeah, it seems like it. I prefer comfort and utility, personally. I, I like these. And she slaps her jeaned thighs. They work. They they do. They're very comfortable. Are you ready for this? It's going to get messy, probably. Um, I guess I don't really have a choice, do I? Yeah, you always have a choice. You're welcome to leave. I can potentially handle this alone. Mm, no, I don't feel good about that. So I'm going to stay and help. It sounds like the plan. Do... Are we decided on the killing people thing? Because if that's what you need me to do... I mean, I'm if I can... Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. If they're trying to kill us, then self-preservation, right? Um, it's sounding like um, Adva Bara is not going to walk away from this. So he's... I we're going We're going to kill him, I think. Those with him... I believe Ella had mentioned that perhaps they would not care if Arva was already disposed of, so maybe we take him out first and they 
stop. But if they don't, then you need to just do it. Ella does pipe up. She's like, I don't know that 100% for sure, but it's kind of the vibe I get. Well, just, then we just shouldn't so you're take aware. Any, we shouldn't take any chances if you want to, you know, debilitate them or disarm them somehow. Feel free. But protect yourself. Protect your life first rather than theirs. They've made their decision. She nods and brow furrows and she starts cracking her knuckles, getting limber. All right, um... Ms. Laza, mm-hmm. would you be so kind as to direct us where we need to go? Uh, yes, you will need one of these. And she pulls out a little key card chip, pop it into the elevator, you take it all the way to the top. I mean, it'll just take you there, so it's fine. Sure. And um, what about the layout of the office? Are we going right up to the office? Is there a foyer? Is there... There's a short hallway before you go in. Are they going to know we're coming? Almost assuredly. But maybe I can run some interference, keep Adva busy for a minute. Are you coming with us? Oh, no. Oh. I can't be implicated in this. No, I, that's why I was surprised. No, I'll just, I'll just give him a phone call. Make sure he's distracted. Understood. Well, then I think uh, we'd best be off. Well, good luck. Thank you. I hope not to need it. Well, take it just in case. He'll turn to leave and then he'll say, it was a pleasure to meet the good sister. <laughs> well, you don't know that yet. But she winks at you. Yeah, he'll, he'll return the wink. And then head to the elevator. You guys uh, head out of the room, <laughs> leaving Ella Laza behind. And Callus like, there's a lot of winking there. <laughs> well, um, it's a bit of a strange situation. You know, you have to work the angles where you get them. That's uh, Celeste's sister. Yeah. You didn't pick up on that No, I, I got that. Yes. This could still be a trap. No, it seems like it. Yes. So, I mean, I would like to believe that she has a, you know, well, not her best interest at heart, but her own interest, uh, which would necessitate her helping us to succeed, knowing that we know the truth and could then turn on her. So I'm hoping this all just works itself out. But until we are safe and out of here with what we came for, it's best to just make sure everyone is happy. I mean, that sounds like a good plan. I just, I don't super... It just seems, it seems hasty to trust someone, doesn't it? Oh, I don't trust her. Oh, okay. So I we're mean, not doing that. No, I... I <laughs> she wipes a bead of imaginary sweat from her forehead. No, I would, um, I would like to trust people, but in this specific situation, we've done very little to be trustworthy ourselves so it's the duplicitous nature of mercenary work and politics and intrigue those types of things so no we i trust you and i hope you trust me yeah. but aside from that we can hope for the best but plan for the worst so worst case scenario we go up there he already knows we're coming because she's told him that uh, maybe there's more guards than she indicated. They have better defenses, that sort of thing. So this could go, um, pardon the expression, tits up very fast. Uh-huh. If we need to get out of there, just tell me and I'll, I'll get us... I can get us to the elevator, probably. Well, that if might be If it's not be too enough. far. We'll, we'll figure it out, I'm sure. But yes, um, if it's going very badly, what you can do while I keep them occupied, is find the safe 
and just tear it apart with your clothes. I assume maybe that is something you could do. I don't know. I don't see why I couldn't. They're pretty sharp. That's what I was thinking. So, worst case scenario, find the safe, tear it open, take everything, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Okay, so you guys get to the elevator. There is a hole in the elevator button panel that you wouldn't have really noticed if you weren't looking for it, and it is exactly the right size for the chip that Ella gave you. Um, I will put the chip in. As soon as you do, uh, the door makes a different ding than you've heard before and starts to ascend very rapidly. And within, Wonderful. I don't know, I guess it, it takes you about 30 seconds to rise to the full height of the building, mm-hmm. and it dings and 82 flashes on the the little readout for your floor number. 82. 82. The doors open, and you walk out into a hallway. It's decently long, straight ahead. Two big ol' fancy, like, velvet-padded doors. You know those, like, the backs of chairs with, like, the buttons in them? It looks like that, basically. On the doors? Yeah. Oh, man, that's ugly. Yeah, it's really ugly. This guy's super tasteless. Yeah. Boreas will walk down the hall and signal for Kala to follow him. She does. She looks at you questioningly, and she's like, Claws out now or later? Um, should I, do you want me to come in when I hear stuff popping off? I mean, I'll be honest, I'm not really interested in dealing with this man in in terms of a conversation, so my plan is sort of to open the door and go in and start solving problems. Maybe give him a moment, but aside from that... All right, I'll, I'll follow you. All right gonna open the door and go in with i have my shotgun out at least like okay at my side but i'm opening the door to go in gotcha you enter Adva office and it smells like fancy wine and incense it's kind of smells pretty decadent the light is dimmer in there and there's some quiet edm playing but you're honestly not sure if it's in here like loud in a different room it does take your eyes a, a couple seconds to adjust, but once they do, um, the decor is, <laughs> it's an assault on your eyes, more or less. It's just super, it's like opulent, but not in the way you want it to be to look nice. It's sure. just, it's a lot. Everything is violently deep purple and gold, um, but the gold is like somehow the most goldish gold you've ever seen. Like maybe he puts his an oil on it and buffs it so it shines real nice. It filigrees everything. It can accent and gilds everything that it shouldn't. The ceiling in here is probably three stories tall. It's it's very tall, but the ceiling is windows. So you can see that aurora still, and it looks startlingly close to you now. There are these black marble pillars that are supporting the ceiling with streaks of natural gold running down through them. There's a fountain directly in the middle of the four columns atop these three tiered bowls that water flows out of. They appear to be floating in midair, but above them is a risque gold statue of a Karnak. Looking sexy, but you're not sure if it's a lady or a dude, because, you know. So you have the four columns in front of you, two on the right, two on the left, and they move inward, closer to each other as they go towards the back of the room. Leather couches in between them, and the, the columns themselves are arranged so that they're framing a large desk and an equally large leather chair that is vacant. 
On one side of the desk is a Yara man with tan skin. His long, straight black hair is pulled into a tight ponytail, and the sides of his head are shaved. His second set of eyes are open, if only just a, a slit, and they're radiating with this slight blue-green glow. And on the other side of the desk is a red Karnak, an Ignean who looks kind of chameleon-like, but with a long row of ridges that go up from the middle of their face to down their back, and it starts to leave off only where their tail begins to curl in on itself, but also down from their shoulders into their forearms. And they're holding a rather devastating and efficient-looking spear. But behind the desk, you now see is a thin paper screen, slightly folded so that it looks like a stretched-out accordion. Got this paisley pattern on it, a deep purple on the soft golden and slightly shimmering base, and it's a bit translucent as the light from the city drifts in through the window on the other side, and it outlines a figure. And you can't make out much, just kind of an indistinct humanoid shape. And a, a slender smoke trail rises from behind the screen as you see the, the figure's head turn. I'm striding in, shotgun dangling from my right hand. Boris will walk around the fountain and give it a, a nice glance as he passes. What does the Karnak look like? The, the statue? The statue? Yeah. I think it's a Dillion. It's like a giant Atlas type of like... I think so, but like, type but like maybe a hand on the hip and one reaching up towards the sky, but like the fingers are doing a sexy thing, perhaps. He'll make it to the other side of the fountain, and then he'll stand there at the ready and just look between the Karnak and the Yar and say, Um, good evening, gentlemen. I am here to see uh, Mr. Adva Bara. I don't believe he's expecting me. And, and he'll uh, say that loud enough that, you know, obviously the guy behind the, yeah. the screen can hear they kind of just look at each other like, oh, fuck. But they, like, they didn't stop you. And I think uh, the figure, they're still behind the screen. I think actually you see a bit of the whatever he's smoking light up a bit even through the screen. And a, a big puff of smoke comes out that you can see over the top of the screen. He says, um, so uh, you're the one that Laza, I sent her down to go check you out, but you uh don't seem to be dead or anything so why 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 are you here well, how, how did you make it up this far well um i just was... talked to her she's I, I i would love to know well i'm a bit of a slippery customer myself if you don't mind me being a bit modest um but i'm multi-talented in many avenues so i'll be frank and he's gonna address the two bodyguards i'm not here for pleasant business you two chaps seem like fine fellows. I would hate to cut your careers short over something so trivial as this. It is advisable that you both would be on your way and go about your nights, have a drink, something to that effect. I have business with Mr. Barah. Roll me a persuasion. I'm not going to Benny it. Cool, cool. <laughs> I think <laughs> the Ignean kind of, they just brandish their spear a little bit like come on dude like you're not getting anything from the yara guy all right <sighs> it's like they work for me i don't know what you're uh <laughs> what you think you're doing well being a mercenary myself i can understand keeping a contract but it's a bit of a bad job if you ask me so mr Bura, i don't wish to be rude i don't want to waste any of the time that you have left on this earth with trivial chit chat from here to business i suppose do you have any real questions for me? 
Well, I have a, I got one. How did you come in uh, and just think you could so vagrantly cheat at my casino? And the, the Ignean, like, you see their head be like, actually, sir, it's flagrantly. <laughs> Finn, if you correct my grammar one more time, I'm going to shove a gerund up your ass. <laughs> and they're, they just kind of look over at the Yar like, this is, this is going tits up real fast. Not for nothing, but do you know what a gerund is? Fuck you. Mm. I think it would be fucking you. The Ignean does smile. <laughs> and Boreas... You know, does a shrug, kind of like a nod of courtesy to him, just being like, yeah, like, so sorry that things are going this way, but, you know, Boreas grabs his rebreather. He He's like starting to shift his rebreather a little bit, and he says, not for nothing, Adva, but if you weren't such a greedy bastard and treated people like shit, this probably wouldn't have come your way. I think a greedy bastard is sort of overstating, uh... What people think of me, I think I'm a very good employer. I pay their salaries most of the time. You're right. It is overstating what people think of you. One more time, he'll look between the guards and say, Just so you know, after he's dead, I don't have any problem with you. And then he's going to put his rebreather up over his mouth. And uh, I think he's going to activate protection. Smart. And uh, Kala is standing next to him, right? She's been with you the whole time. Just... Not an ag- an aggressive stance yet, but just wait. Sure, I think wait um, to see what you're gonna do. I think as he's activating protection, six. Okay, yeah. So success, no success. raise. Uh, I'm casting this uh, with a boost to increase the amount I'm getting, and I'm making it toughness. So it's gonna cost me three plus one to put on here. So I'm spending four power points on this. Wow, big yeah. spender. I know. Well, it's kind of important. It is kind of important. Um. He looks over at Kalos through the mouth and just kind of like, this is going to hurt. And then um, he puts a hand out on her shoulder as his backpack whirs to life. There is uh, an injection of the Cori essence into his body and it starts to seep out through his skin as it mingles with his bloodstream. It becomes that crystalline coating, like a diamond sheen on his skin. So pretty. And as he does this, I think there's um, a needle hidden in his wrist thing that injects it into Kala as well, because he's <sighs> casting it on her, and it does the same thing where it injects into her and becomes a diamond coating on her skin. She has a very pained look at first, but I think once she realizes what's happening, she's like, oh, okay, yeah. all right. So I do that as... I mean, do, are, are there reactions from everybody else? Like, is that going to trigger them to there start doing sure stuff? There sure are. All right. But that's his... That's his opener. His opener okay. Yep. Well, that's combat starting. Um, I think in this instance, I'm going to take that ace. So you get the ace of clubs. Kala got a six of clubs. And Adva got the five of clubs. And his goons got the three of clubs. Oh, it's a, just a club round. Just a club. It's, it's, well, oh, the EDM is, is We're in, in the a background. Club. Yeah, there is EDM. <laughs> How far am I from Adva, or where I expect Adva to be at this point? Um, he's so you walk, you walk. Past I'm standing, the fountain, I'm right? standing in front of them. Yeah, I'm like right here. You're maybe like twenty feet from him. Well, good thing that's short range from a shotgun. So yeah, I think, uh, I think there's just a quick after he does this, and everybody sort of has that hot fuzz moment of like everybody springs to action. <laughs> I think he just levels his shotgun and hip fires at the. The screen where he believes Adva to be. Gotcha. 
I don't know, I get a plus four because it's a shotgun. <laughs> so I rolled a four plus two is six. That does hit. Three D6. So it's a 17 damage on the first shot. Oh god. It's gonna be a really short boss fight. So this is gonna be a hit with two wounds. Okay, I'm gonna try and soak some wounds. Yeah. Cool. Five. Okay, so he he does he soaks one wound, but he's still shaken. He has one wound. I think it's just like a waste shot from behind Boreas, and he just levels his shotgun and shoots through the the paper um Partition? Partition, yeah. The paper partition. <laughs> What is what does it look like? I mean, well, I think I a lot know. of your shot maybe hit the chair, and that's why it didn't damage him fully, like you'd intended. So it's got some chair stuffing flying into the air, but there are just these holes, shrapnel holes, riddled in the screen, and it lets more light from the city and the window behind it stream through, and the it, the lights catching like the fluff as it floats to the ground. Oh, is there a window behind him, too? Yeah. Oh, shit, did I break the window by shooting? No. Okay, so it's thicker glass. Yes. I guess we are on the 82nd floor. Yes. Okay. I mean, can I see Adva? Not this? yet, but you do hear a very pained sort of yelp. Okay. Would you like to do anything else? I think, I think he's gonna run back a little bit and try to hide sort of behind the pillar. Okay. Just get a little bit of cover. Sure. He wants to keep an eye on the room, but... Right, gotcha. Okay, well then it's Kala's turn, and she is going to multi-action, uh, teleport, and attack the Yara with her claws. Nice. So multi-action, minus two to everything she but does. But if you remember, Cell did give her a little charge up, so Ooh. that increased her spirit die by one for oh, today. Oh, neat. It's pretty cool. I forgot about that. I thought you may have. Well, she teleports successfully. And her form starts to shudder back and forth. And in an instant, she's gone and she's reappeared right behind the Yara man. Mm -hmm. And he is like, what the fuck just happened? Because she's gone now. And now she's going to try and stab him with her claws that she's just unsheathed. And they're glowing a lot brighter than they were the first time you saw Ooh. them. So that's a hit. Okay, so I think she, she pops up behind him and she tries to slash the back of his armor and her claws just grate against the metal plate and send some sparks off and he doesn't know she's there so this really takes him by surprise so he is shaken now it's Adva's turn so I need to roll to see if he unshakes so he does unshake what he is gonna do you just see a blur as something jumps very quickly and very far and attaches, I mean, it's Adva, obviously, but he attaches himself to the column with his sticky little hands. Uh-huh. And I think you'd be able to see him now. I would hope so. And, Which column? The one um, that I'm standing under? No, he jumps to the one across from you. Okay. Because it's farthest away from where Kala is. You can see Adva now, and he is a purple Karnak tiny with a short, thick tail with a yellow membrane coming off of it. He has two tendrils from the sides of each of his cheeks uh, with bright and feathery membrane, also yellow, flowing off of them. He has dark black inky markings and sharp patterns all over the skin that you can see is exposed. And on his face, it almost looks like a goatee. From what you can tell with this quick glance, just an impeccably tailored suit. It looks like it 
would be spun from like angel tears or some shit, like real soft. He has these gold tinted aviators on that hide his eyes mostly, but you can see them glinting ever so slightly from behind them, glittering like a tiny little worried beetle as he's looking around trying to see what's going on. That was his movement, so... I think he sees Kala and he's gonna try and take a shot with the crossbow you see he has. So that's a 10. That's going to be a hit. So that's 2d6 damage. 5 damage, which doesn't do anything to her. So I think maybe it, the bolt would have caught her in the shoulder. But thanks to your super cool crystalline armor, glances right off with a ting. Excellent. Clatters to the ground. He's like, ah. And yeah. now it is... His guard's Shoot, what turns. Was the, what was the Karnak's name? He said his name. Finn? That's uh, Finn. Finn. Yeah. I'm gonna have the Yara go first. Sure. He unshakes. And he is going to cast protection. Okay, so he casts protection on himself and on Adva. So Finn. He doesn't really like Finn that much. <laughs> and he's going to take cover behind the fountain, running as far away as he can, as quickly as he can with his now extended spider legs. Oh, dang. Yeah. Does that give Kala an attack? It does. Excellent. So she's gonna take it real quick. Ten. Yeah, that hits. So as he starts to run away, Kala takes a swipe at him with her left hand and catches him. I think she catches him in like his, like his actual calf, like not one of his extra spidery legs. Did you roll to unshake for him? 15 damage. So he's a he's a mook, so I think he's probably dead, huh? Yeah, extras and mooks are taken out at one wound, oh, but geez. you can spend a GM, Benny, to try to soak for them if you yeah, want. Yeah, I think I should. One's a four. So he took 15 damage from her quick little swipe, and maybe it hit an artery or something, but even through the blue glowy dust motes of protection that he put on himself just now, it just, she cleaves right through and he just falls to the ground, sputtering and bleeding out. Oof. He did not get very far. There he goes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sound of progress. Uh, I think maybe his extra legs kind of start curling in on themselves oh, and twitching. Sure. That's a sad sight. It but is sad. Yeah. Finn's so turn. it's uh, it's Finn's turn now. He saw Kala just fucking take out his guard. Well, I, I hesitate to say buddy, but his guard. You mate, work with somebody then. His associate. Sure. And he he just like uh. If you if you're you could always roll like a fear check or yeah, uh, or a spirit roll that. to see if he's able to. He failed his spirit roll, so that was the 16, 16 on the, the fear table. Yep. So he's panicked, and he's going to get the fuck out of there. He's very shaken, but I think he um he drops his spear and just fucking books it for the elevator hallway. Nice. So I think he makes it to the hallway, and Adva just watches him go, like, slowly, like, son of a bitch. Nice. I'm going to take the Queen of Diamonds. So the order is Finn with the Ace of Hearts, Boreas gets the Queen of Diamonds, Kala gets the Jack of Clubs, and Adva gets the Eight of Diamonds. 
So Finn's gonna go first. I'm gonna see if he unshakes. He doesn't unshake. Yep, he's just he's powering like yep. fucking out. Wonderful. What's Boris gonna do? As Kala slashes this Yara man whose name we don't know, and Finn just fucking books it. I think Boreas is is gonna laugh out loud and sort of watch him go, and then uh, he's going to move to the other side of the fountain to block the exit and make sure that Adva can't get past him. <laughs> Adva, I hate to tell you that I told you so, but um, you should have hired better help. And uh, I'm gonna roll a taunt. Okay. It'll be against his smarts, against Adva's smarts. Right. Now, he has retort. If a character with retort gets a raise when resisting an intimidation or a taunt test, the foe is then distracted. If he beats me in it, yes. Boreas has humiliate as an edge, which has never come up yet. (laughs) Or at least I haven't actually gotten a chance to use it. Tell me about it. Humiliate lets me re-roll a taunt test if I so choose. Nice. I got a seven, which is not bad. Seven again. Okay. Well, he's gonna roll. Fifteen. You got a fifteen? Motherfucker. I built this guy to be a good villain for you. Right. Guess I'm distracted or something. He peeks around the corner at you and says, Well, maybe you should have protected yours a little better. And he's gonna shoot Kala when it's his turn. That's legit. And it's Kala's turn now. So you are you are distracted. Yep. Uh, Kala's not feeling that. So what she's gonna do is teleport vertically up onto the same pillar and grab her claws into the pillar to hold herself up. Solid. So I'm gonna roll to see if she can actually do that. Yeah, she can teleport up there. Okay, I'm gonna roll to see if she can actually get her claws into the, the solid, shiny marble. Sure. Basically, as long as she doesn't roll a crit fail on this... She did not. Okay. 12 damage. Okay, so I think she vibrates again and teleports vertically. And she's actually, she overshot a bit and she's higher up than Adva is. So she sticks her claws in and drags them down. So now she's level and she's going to try and kick him off. Very cool. Uh, that's, a, that's a no-go. She tries to get purchase with her feet on the slippery marble and she just slips down now she's hanging hanging by her one arm and mm-hmm. Adva's there with a crossbow that's not looking great sure because it's his turn now that's true and he's gonna try and shoot her twenty five to hit yeah twenty damage and what's her toughness eight so that's three raises. Oh, Jesus. So three wounds. Oh, Jesus. Yep. I'm gonna spend that Benny and try and soak with her vigor die minus one. Yeah, so the minus one will apply to this. Five. Okay. So that's one success. So she's gonna be shaken and still take two wounds. I think she slips down and he sees her momentarily distracted and he levels the crossbow right like at her gut because it's the closest thing and he Mm. pulls the trigger and you can see blood spatter out of the back of her as this bolt is lodged in her. Oof. It didn't get very far. That's not good. No, it's not. 
and you hear a, a very, very pained exclamation as she falls to the ground. Mm-hmm. Luckily, she wasn't too high. So that's where she's at, blood-stained right. and very hurt. Sure. So Finn's no longer in the order because he's in the elevator now. So I am going to go with the King of Hearts. Okay, so Boreas is going to go first with the King of Hearts. Cal is going second with the Seven of Spades. And Adva is going last with the Five of Diamonds. And I'm distracted this round, so I get a minus two to whatever I do. Boreas sees this, and he's going to run around the fountain. And he's going to drop his shotgun at his feet and point both of his wrist thingies up at uh, Adva and try to use Entangle. Okay. So after Kala is shot, I think he probably calls her name out and is kind of like, Kala! And runs around and drops his stuff, and then he's going to be doing like a double... Nice. So I'm going to try to cast this, and I'm going to try to make it strong. Okay. It's going to cost cost me a little bit more, but don't fail me now. It's a six minus two is a four. That's still a success. It is a success. So, <laughs> so entangle makes the victim distracted and they can't move. So distracted at minus two penalty to do anything. If he wants to break free, he can either try to do a strength at minus two or an athletics roll minus any penalties from the entanglement. And I cast this as a strong entanglement. Okay. So he's effectively at... Minus six to break free with strength or minus four to use athletics. Cool. So he is <laughs> he is iced and frosted to the side of this pillar. Mm-hmm. I think because his hands and feet are a little sticky, it's even easier to get them stuck. It just... It's like licking a pole. This is a real dumb and yeah, dumber moment. Yeah, it kind of is. But he can still take actions. He's just yeah. distracted at a minus two. And then I think he's going to probably turn his attention to Kala. But that's the end of his turn. Okay. So it's Kala's turn. What's Kala gonna do? I think... Yeah. She, um, grabs... Are you, are you close to her at all? Oh, I'm standing right by her. Okay, I think she's... I moved, like, up to the base of the pillar to freeze him and be next to her so that he could potentially help her the next round. Gotcha. I think she grabs the the hem of your pants or whatever like around your cap she's like we have to move away from that and she points at the fountain oh boy and starts to drag herself around the pillar mm -hmm. and she doesn't get very far i don't think she doesn't she's trying to drag herself to the other side of this column mm -hmm. and there's just a trail of blood and it's she's slipping in her own blood and Oof. she she's barely far at all yeah. So that's her turn. Okay. And it's his turn now. Yep. Frosty though he might be. So he's... He... I'm gonna see if he can actually do anything as he's struggling against his icy bonds. So how close are you to this fountain? Uh, I'm literally standing between the pillar and the fountain. Because Whoa. that's where I thought Kala was. That is where she was. Then that's where I was standing. Cool. As you're looking at Kala, watching her try and crawl away... He grabs a little button out of his breast pocket, and he says, You dumb bitch! And he presses the button. Do that to me. <laughs> and the fancy Karnak gold statue explodes. Oh boy. Well, it doesn't catch him, because he's vertically up. 
Uh, Kala did make it just far enough that she's probably only going to take half damage, though. 19 damage. Oh, boy. Well, my base toughness is 5, and I have my... I have ballistic armor, which won't help me, and then I have a plus 4 for my toughness, so I'm at 9 right now, and you said it did 19? Yeah. So that's 1... That's two raises, so mm -hmm. I'll take two wounds. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely going to Benny this and try to soak some. Come on, soak. So that means Kala also takes one wound, but I'm going to use her last Benny, so I'm going to see how she does. Oh, she actually, she got a ten. That's pretty good. Excellent. Ooh, one and a six. Six blew up twice. That's a seventeen Ooh. to soak. So pretty I good. soaked both of those wounds, which means I'm not even shaking. You're not even shaking. How yeah. did you do this? Oh, man. Uh, I think Kala's warning... Thank you, good dice. <laughs> um, I think Kala's warning was enough that... Did you, like, duck and roll? Yeah, I mean, I think what happens is there's no immediate cover. So if he's standing there looking directly at the pillar, to the left it's open space in the desk, to the mm -hmm. right it's that leather couch, and then right behind him is the fountain... I want to say he almost ducks down and rolls towards the fountain itself okay. to like try to shroud himself underneath. I, I don't know if it's stone or what it's made out of, but I think he's trying to get... It's, it's marble, like he, the rest of this gaudy-ass place. Yeah, he's trying to use the marble wall of or the lip of the fountain to try to... Nice. So yeah, she says that, and he sees her crawling away, so I think he's like, he only has enough time to react and see um, Adva pulling out the button and pressing it. And he just does a quick head swivel around and then dives down and covers up. Well, cool. That you did very well. I think right before shit goes bad, you hear a little click that emanates from the gold sexy statue. And the air is just suddenly very white hot and it smells burnt. Like almost before it even explodes. And if you hadn't ducked and rolled you would have been hit by a lot of marble debris as it just... I mean, he definitely is getting hit by some debris and stuff, mm -hmm. but it bounces off his crystalline skin. So, Kala somehow got far enough around the pillar that she completely missed the blast radius. Nice. And Adva right. just looks down and just like, son of a bitch! Boreas gets a joker. Kala also gets a joker. Oh, shit. And Adva gets the five of hearts. So, Boreas, once again, it's your turn first. So, Kala's made it to the other side, right? Mm -hmm. uh, would I be able to reach her with just a yeah. one movement? Okay. Like, she's not far. She's just around the pillar. I mean, you know. Right. Yeah, I think after this explosion goes off, Boreas, you know, in, in the rubble, in the dust that's floating everywhere, grabs his shotgun, and he's gonna move around the pillar to go try to help Kala, but he's going to point the shotgun up and just take a passing shot at Adva as sure. he goes. So he scoops up the shotgun, starts walking, pops one off. And uh, so because I'm I'm, I'm going to multi-action, so I'm going to try to use healing on Kala after this. So the plus two from the Joker is going to gotcha. wash both actions. I that's a smart way to do it. Uh, That's a four. Are there any penalties to my shot here? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, he's he's very stationary. Yes, he is. All right, so that's a four, so that'll hit him. And uh, it's going to do 3d6 because I'm at short range. Six blows up. Six blows up. 21 damage. Five toughness. Okay, so five. Nine is one raise. 13 is two. 17 is three. 21 is four. So this is 
a hit with four wounds. I mean, shit, I'll try to soak it. I mean... What else am I going to do with this Benny? Yeah, right? Uh, So he gets a five, but that, that is not enough. So this is going to kill him? Yeah. All right. I think uh, what happens then is Boreas, having ducked and covered, goes to push himself up, you know, muttering to himself in anger, grabs his shotgun off the ground and is just done with this. And he starts to walk around and he looks up and sees Adva there holding the button and just one hand points the shotgun at him. Your bark is worse than your bite. And shoots him with a shotgun. And that's another week of Absolute Zero, guys. Thanks for coming. A more relevant announcement to this main feed is that next week we got Neon Heat coming back. Yep, we're finally there. Thank you for your patience. We're all settled. We've got the next steps figured out, and we just started moving forward. We got some recordings done. We got more recording to do still, but we're excited to uh, to bring it to you guys. I think there's going to be a lot of fun stuff. I'm so excited uh, at the start. Yeah, I'm glad you are. Me too. Here's the thing. I know the fact that this is a game and this is not my life. However, Athena's really missed her friends for the past two months. Uh, I know. We'll dive right back in and see where the story takes us. New friends, old friends, Red friends, blue friends. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't even rhyme. No. Damn it. (laughs) This week, music-wise, we had Crockett, Marcus D., Marcus D is pretty much our main absolute zero music man these days. He just gets my groove, man. It's just excellent. He just matches those Boris vibes. It's true. You can find him at Marcus D on Twitter and uh, at MarcusD.net. And then Crockett, as always, is at Crockett80s on Twitter and Crockett.bandcamp.com. Thank you to all of our patrons, but a special thank you. For Michael and Earth. Michael and Earth. Thank you guys again week after week. We thank you because it always means a lot to us. Thanks for being here. Thank you for supporting us. It means the world. You guys are the best. So we know we're leaving you off right at the end of an arc for Absolute Zero. But hey, if you want to listen to the rest of it, you know you can find it. Pickle. On our Patreon and our Patreon-exclusive Discord server. That is accurate. And all the, the good content benefits that come with it. What episode of Absolute Zero did we just record? Uh, we just recorded episode 16, and that'll be up in a day or two, because I'm wicked bored at home. And I'm not what... bored. I can never be bored with you around Pickle. Oh, but when I'm asleep? I mean, I'm sleeping too. Oh, okay. It all evens out. I'm plenty boring when I need to be. Hard disagree. <laughs> Okay, yeah, guys, seven more episodes if you like Absolute Zero. And we're in a much better place to record more of them. Absolutely. We appreciate your support and being here and experiencing it with us, and we're here to stay, and there's more on the way. More on the way? What do you say? That's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Neon Heat, guys. Coming next week. It's coming back. Here we go. Thanks for hanging in there. It's Athena time. (laughs) It's almost Athena time. It's almost Athena time. Yeah. We'll be back at you shortly. And thanks for being here as always. Have Have a safe week, you guys. Have a safe and happy week.